Hi, I'm Lars Sørensen. Uh, I just want to say thank you very much for your support this season. It's appreciated by all the lads. Don't forget that the Goal Season memberships are now on sale. And uh, you can go and get yours at eticketin.co.uk slash imps. Nice one. Well, we're back at the LNER Stadium with Exeter City, the latest side to visit. Confidence is high with Tuesday's draw extending our unbeaten run to six games. Let's start then by hearing from Sean Rowan, who has enjoyed being a key part in that run. We've been on a good run. Uh, obviously, we have a good few games left, but obviously we had a couple of draws at the start. Um, and then to get two wins under our belt and then obviously to get the draw the other night, we was probably looking back at it, it was probably a good draw. Um, I know we are one nil up, but... They put everything on us and they allowed the box with a lot of numbers and to stick with it um, in the last couple of minutes when I was one all, like it shows the character of the group and the togetherness of all, all of us and through, I think it's been six games now uh, on beat and through the whole thing we've, uh, we've shown character to come back against Wickham um, and then obviously against the two so-called big teams as well that we've managed to keep them scoreless as well so it's uh, been a good group but we or go through games but we just need to carry on now. Defensive solidity has been a real feature for most of the season. It must be good to be part of that solidity in the defence. Oh yeah, of course. Obviously, your job's there to keep clean sheets and obviously we, we conceded the other day but we've shown that we can keep clean sheets and recently we've went forward a lot more so we can see that the wing-backs are getting forward a lot more which uh, the back three we enjoy like leaving or letting them go and we trust ourselves to to anything that comes up to to deal with it so we sh we've shown in the last couple of weeks but you can see through the whole season that we've shown it a lot and to be like to be like playing and starting as well which is nice keeping them clean sheets took Lucas Jensen out of the pitch. I think you're sixth in terms of minutes on the pitch for outfield players this season. Must be pleased with that sort of start. I think it's like 21 starts, five a sub. Ah, yeah. Uh, I'm pleased with it. Obviously, I would uh, like to, to be up around the top. But, um, I just have to keep on playing and trying to stay in the team and impress the, the manager like, um, and get as much minutes as I can come to the end of the season. But, yeah, as I said, look, I'm... I'm happy that I've got that much minutes. And how much do you feel your game has changed since the first time I spoke to you when you came in? Um, was it 16, 17, something like that? You must feel like a very different sort of person. Oh yeah, of course. Like I've grown into a mature player now, I think. Um, and I can see myself, like I've seen a few clips back uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was playing at the, the under-18s. And I could see myself, like obviously I've, I've uh, grown out a little bit as well. And... Uh, uh, on the ball, everything about my game has changed and matured a lot, um, which is good that you can see that I'm, I'm learning and I'm willing to learn as well. So, Michael is a very technical coach and he's expecting different things from players like you. You play, sometimes you're in a four and you're playing to the left back, sometimes you're in a three and that's in the same game. Does that take, has that taken quite a lot of getting used to? Uh, not really, no. Um, because Rico's more of an attacking wing-back, uh, he's obviously played winger and he's played a striker for us as well, so look, I, I don't mind, I, I trust myself 1v1 against anyone in this league and um, to let Rico go like to go forward and to get on the pitch, you can see that he has two goals, two assistants, he came back from injury or something, 
so it shows that he's been up the pitch a lot. Um, and obviously, play, when I was playing there, he wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't really be the most attacking wing back. But like playing in that position now, where I don't mind like leaving Rico to go ahead because we all trust ourselves in this team. We all know that anyone that we come up against, we will back ourselves like each each one of us. So um, yeah, it's been good, but it's not really taken that much getting used to it. It's a uh, it's kind of, it's been easy just slotting into that um, and then at times you're going to have to go to a back five and when they're trying to stretch the pitch, um, which you can see, so yeah. Um, six weeks is a long time in football, isn't it? It feels a very different team now. You've got obviously the two young strikers, Freddie and, and Joe coming in, Ben coming back to fitness, Rico you mentioned as well. You have much more of a threat. Ah, yeah. Um, the more people we get back playing and fit and ready to cause the gaffer a headache um, to, to play. So the more we get through that, the more the team's going to strive off and push people more and more. Um, you see the two lads, once one goal goes in, I don't think they'll stop scoring. Like So uh, you just have to keep with them and once, it, once one goal goes in, like, I don't think they'll stop. And you can see the, without that, you can see that in the game, like Fred, Hold up play is unbelievable, one of the best in the league. Um, and Joe then running in behind, he's he's very, very quick. I know I'm trying as well. So it's it's a headache for defenders and you've seen that like a lot of glimpses in the games that they've played together. And obviously Housey now he's a he's a torment for defenders as well. So he's always pressing, pressing and you know when I train with him and like training, you can never give him an inch because you give him an inch, he'll grab the ball off you and you'll win it back. You mentioned Freddie. It reminds me of a story that I haven't had a chance to ask you about. We're talking to Kevin Doherty, who's your manager at Drogheda, and he mentioned how you played a role in helping Freddie when he was trying to settle in at Drogheda. I think it was your gran who, uh, yeah, yeah. who put him up while he was there. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I'm real close with the assistant manager there. I've known him since under six, under sevens. Um, back in my schoolboy club. Uh, Back, back at home so I've known him I've kept in contact with him and uh, he was part of the reason I went over there as well just to when I look I wanted to get game time and get confidence back in me and they helped me so much when I was there and um, they did everything for me and to make me go out on the pitch again was a very good feeling and obviously Jez was talking to me as well and I just thought like my nana has spare spare rooms there and they they needed a room and I um I asked her and kindly she she said yes yeah, because of me but like I had to pay them back somewhat and I think I have like and they behaved themselves did they oh yeah not on <laughs> that I know of yeah they have um, let's talk about the game coming up on Saturday Exeter um, just really I, we were talking to Ethan after the game on Tuesday and I think he said as a group of players you want to rebuild that home fortress type mentality yeah of course like obviously last season I think we. We went on an unbelievable run at home. Obviously, a lot of draws, but to not be unbeaten or to be not unbeaten until I don't know when it was late on in the season, anyway. Um, but you can see the fans. Fans are always with us, uh, non-stop. They're always cheering. I remember a game a couple of weeks ago where the opposition scored and they they outsung the like the opposition fans, and that stuck with me because um, I I really really felt that then, um, and like. You could see like what we're doing on the pitch now and we're chasing after games with Peterborough, we're nil all, we didn't sit back, we went for it. And we probably could have grabbed it. Um same with Derby. But like, we just have to 
make a place where the fans get excited and they want to watch us play like aggressive football and attacking football and also keep clean sheets and we're on the progression to do that very, very well. Yeah, Sean is certainly flourishing in that role. Let's now hear from Michael Scubala, who starts by looking back at the battling performance at Charlton. Yeah, um, I think in the end it was a good point. I think we probably we did really well first half, and then I thought the second half they sort of came after us a little bit, and we had to to dig deep and we had to defend. But I thought our defending was really good. Um, but yeah, I think all in all a good point away from home, and we know against a team that probably shouldn't be where they are in the league. Um, but yeah, pleased to get another point. And when you came in, probably defensively, that was the strength that you were picking up. Obviously, it's been very good lately. Uh, it's built on personalities. And you, you, in general, when you look, when you have an injury like you do to Adam, then Pordy comes in, you've got a, a good group of defenders, haven't you? Yeah, I've been really pleased with the all five of the, if you like, the centre-halves, TJ, Alex Mitchell, Pordy, Sean and uh, yeah, Jacko. So I've been really pleased with how well we defend. But I think what we're really good at now is a team. We defend really well as a team. Uh, we're a strong unit. We're connected. And I said, whenever we are successful, it's when we're really connected defensively as a team. I think that came under a little bit of pressure on Tuesday, and I thought we saw that out really well. What about Sean? We've been talking to him today. I think he's sixth most uh, minutes for a Lincoln player, outfield player this season. I think he's still, what, 2021, something like that. And he's played a lot of minutes in at League One level already. He's probably one of the more experienced players of his age at this level. Um, what do you make of him and, and where do you see him going? Is he, is he for you, a left-sided centre-half, whether in a three or a, a two as a centre-back, or do you see him playing as a full-back? Uh, I think Sean's one of those players that, that can do all of those really and I think his ability with the ball is really good I think his experience like you say and he's growing all the time um, I think when he gets higher he's really impressive and his defending has been really diligent if you like at the moment especially in 1v1 situations um, I think he's really at his most comfortable as left of the three um, but he can do the other, other roles as well but I think he's just growing and growing and growing and the more minutes and more uh, performances he puts in um, yeah, he just keeps keeps moving on. So I've been really impressed and hopefully he can keep growing because I still think he's got a long way to keep growing. I still think he can improve in lots of aspects of his game. But I think for such a young man, he's showing his qualities. And I guess also for you, if you're turning around to younger players, you know, he came here at, I think, 16, if I remember rightly. He's, he's the example to others that, you know, with hard work and understanding your role, you can develop. Yeah, you know, when I first came, Sean struggled to get in the team because we had TJ and Alex doing so well. Um, and he had to, you know, mentally be strong for that. And he's got himself in the team and he knows he's got to keep working hard and doing well because, you know, other players, TJ and Jacko, and those players want to get in the team as well. So I think that little bit of, like I said, competitiveness around the squad only helps players to keep pushing. And I think, yeah, he's a good example for all young players that have come through the academy that if you're willing to be patient but work hard every day, and then you can get yourself in the team and then it's about keeping the shirt, isn't it? And keep performing every time. So I want to ask you about um, Teddy. I think it'd be fair to say, well, he's at Lincoln, a bit of an enigma. You know, clearly a very talented player, but you know the narrative, doesn't play many games. So I made a point of looking, actually, how many minutes he's played. I think he's 10th or 11th in terms of minutes for outfield players for Lincoln this season. He's been involved in something like three quarters of Lincoln's games. Uh, are you seeing that sort of marriage now maybe a bit more of, of minutes on the pitch to match what his undoubted talent is? I think everybody can see Teddy's talent. You know, Teddy with the ball is a very talented player. But again, what I've really been impressed with Teddy in the last few games, how well he's worked off the ball and how, how strong and how you know 
in that midfield, how well he's competed. And I think that, again, that adds to his game. I think, you know, we talk about young players and old players, but actually I think all players still want to improve. And I think Teddy's doing that as well at the moment. And yeah, his, his reward is he's getting, he's getting minutes and we just need to manage him as, as always, as all players, um, through Saturday, Tuesday, Saturdays, if you like. Um, but yeah, I think Teddy's another one in form at the minute and hope he keeps that form. I'm just also meant to talk about Rico in terms of not just the goals he scored, I think he's up to four for the season now, but the chances he creates and almost the, the shadow chance, his pass may lead to another pass to an attempt on goal. It, and just once again, looking through the stats, he really stands out and it kind of underlines what you've been missing and, and your predecessors were missing. Yeah, I think Rico, again, you know, he's coming with some great form. He's had to wait to get fit and we've had to slowly get him back into the team. And he came on at Wickham, didn't he, with 25 minutes. And I think you see see what he brings on that left side. And probably we play a little bit uh, higher with our with our wide players, which suits Rico. So we're not so deep with our wide players if we can help it. Um, so the wing-backs are more like wingers. And that I think that suits Rico's game massively. And out there, he's... He's a threat to anyone. I think everybody's seen that, what he can bring to the team. Um, and again, I just hope his form keeps continuing, keep him fit, and, and he keeps trying to assist and get goals, which he's, he's been brilliant at since he's come back. We talk about the injury situation. I know one's not an injury. Connor's clearly going to be available for you, I assume, for Saturday. Um, Adam Jackson, what's the situation with him? Uh, yeah, so Jacko, he's, he's, he's had a broken nose, so that's going to be a tough one. We don't really know yet how long that could be. You know, worst case, it could be six, seven weeks um, best case, it could be two weeks with a mask, but we just don't know the situation. We've just got to let Jacko, you know, <laughs> breathe properly first before, literally breathe properly first before we can think about heading balls again, if you like. And then Ethan Hamilton, have you got a clearer picture of how long he might be? Yeah, out? Ethan actually back into training today, so that's good news. Whether or not he'll be ready for Saturday, we'll see, but he's back into training, so he's not too far away at all. A huge plus. I mean, you can tell I've been looking at minutes this week because he's one of those right at the top <laughs> yeah. in terms of how much he's been available for the club. Yeah, even Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Rahan's right at the top. Yeah, I'm going to say, Hamilton, yeah, both so. Ethan's have been really available, play lots of minutes. So it's great, again, to have that players coming back in, uh, coming from injury and, and Connor, who's now, you know, obviously in there as well. So, like, there's, there's competition in the middle of the pitch uh, and they have to perform. And I think all the lads know that, that, you know, now there's competition in all areas that, that they've all got to perform, really. And is that something when you're recruiting players that you'll look at, do you think, in the future in terms of how many minutes players are getting at whatever club they're at? Yeah, it's part of it, isn't it? Yeah, it's part of the overall sort of jigsaw puzzle that we look at. Are they playing enough? Are they not playing enough? Are they getting minutes? And how well they're doing with the minutes as well. It's not just, you know, playing, is it? Because it could be in a not-so-good side playing lots of minutes. But, yeah, we'll look at everything when we start to... Well, we've even started to look at recruitment for the summer already, really. Um, what's the ambition for the remaining games? Because if you were looking at dispatchly from outside of Lincoln, you'd say, well, very much in mid-table now. You know, they should have enough points to not get dragged into anything down the bottom. But realistically, playoffs are quite a way off. What what do you feel are realistic targets for the players and you this season? I think first of all, most we we need to keep pushing. You never know what's going to go on in the next sort of few weeks. I think get to the end of February, see where we are. Um, but we need to go out with the same mentality every game to try and go and win it. We, we need to do that against a very good. Exeter side up until Tuesday are on a, um, um, brilliant form and turned around a lot of wins and they were in the, you just see how well they've climbed the table from a few wins so in my eyes there's no reason why a Cheltenham who are coming on and a Charlton who have just changed the manager you know we can't not that we want to look over our shoulder but we need to be looking up because if, if, they can, if they can go on the run why can't we go on a run and try and get some wins and see where we are at the end of February really and I think then pictures become clearer for where we're probably settling 
what is it do you feel has, has clicked to X? You've obviously looked at the tapes. I know they had a bad result, but Derby are one of the form teams at the moment. That aside, what do you feel has been the change in them in recently that you need to watch out for? I think they've always been really, from what I've seen, they've always been really good with the ball. They, you know, they have lots of possession of the ball and they, they keep the ball. Even against Derby, they, you know, they've kept a lot of possession. So they're very much a possession-based team. And I think that's, if they get that right, they can hurt you. And if they don't get that right, they sometimes hurt themselves, if you like. So I think they've just found a bit of form with the ball, which is, which is up until Derby is really effective. And just finally, um, obviously, Freddie started Tuesday, Ben came on. Are they kind of competing for one place at the moment in your head? Um, I think Freddie, we, we had that decision, didn't we, to who do we, both of them were, you know, Ben's obviously coming from a long term. Freddie was a little bit um, struggling with an ankle. Um, and then Freddie came into the game and did really well. But then unfortunately, just before half time on a throw and he got like a scissor tackle through his ankle again. So I think Freddie's going to be struggling for a bit of time. So I don't think that's a decision I might not even have to make really um, because I think Ben's looking good and coming and getting minutes. But I think Freddie might be out for the weekend. Thank you for joining us as we look ahead to Saturday's game. You can secure your spot at the match now via eticketing.co.uk forward slash imps.